Hey mamas, I'm so excited to share with you Victoria's birth stories today. From one C-section to two V-backs with epidurals to a third V-back that was induced with no epidural, Victoria has a lot to share about birth. Birth stories are so powerful and her share how any mama with any birth experience can find gratefulness and peace in whatever birth experience she has. While birth is unpredictable, there is so much that we can do to prepare ourselves for a happier, healthier, and easier birth, and education and preparation is so important for that. To help you prepare and be educated, I have an online childbirth course that gives you the building blocks to build your empowering birth experience. So be sure to go to my website, builttobirth.com, linked in the show notes to sign up. But right now, let's listen to Victoria's birth stories and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and then write a review so that this podcast gets shown to more mamas like you who need to be encouraged in pregnancy, labor, and postpartum. Well, how are you doing, Victoria? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. Is this your yes. little one? Yes, she's attached to mom, so she's she's joining so cute. the party. Oh my gosh, how old is she? Hi. She's a month. A month. Oh my gosh, she is so adorable. <laughs> Thank you. Like, she's a little puke machine. <laughs> yeah. That's always fun. It's always a little surprise in there. Yes. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> nope. I Part of it. the fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited to hear a little bit about your story. Yes. So I am 25 and I have four kiddos. I have a six-year-old, a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and my one-month-old. Mm. And all so you're of my busy birth- all the time. <laughs> yes. I, people always say, your hands are so full. And I say, well, they're not as full as my heart. <laughs> as cheesy as that sounds, but it usually gets the ha ha. So. <laughs> no, I love it. That's cute. I love it. So all so of my all of your births have been so different. Um, mm. My first one, I was young and I had this in my head. I didn't want any medicine and I knew it was my first one, but it was fine. And I knew everything and I was in labor for over 48 hours and pushed forever. My husband saw her head and I ended up having an emergency C-section, wow. which was really, really not how I thought my birth was going to go. Yeah. <laughs> but at that point I was so tired and they said we had an 80, 20 chance it was going to be a C-section because my mm. water had been broke for so long and Mm. everything so we were like well then why am I still pushing let's just go (laughs) yeah so that was a really really stressful um going from I didn't want any medicine to I'm having a c-section with a lot of medicine (laughs) yeah did you start off that labor with an induction or did you go into labor naturally that one was um natural I went into labor on my own my water didn't break but I was having contractions um really close together so they um at first sent me home and gave me a morphine shot in my butt to try to like re- start my body if it wasn't real contractions then you know I'd be fine and we went to Applebee's and (laughs) it was like no this is the real deal so we went back and um then they admitted me finally and did a lot of walking Mm. um but that birth was I was mostly on my back in bed like through the Mm. whole thing 
Mm-hmm. And I was young and I had no idea that that wasn't so, like how you should labor. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I just tried my best and I didn't last very long with no medicine. I got an epidural and that kind of helped. I just, it worked on like half of my body so okay. I could lift my one leg up and do whatever I wanted. And the other leg I could kind of move. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that either of those things were productive in mm. my birth. <laughs> mm. Yeah, It did not help. <laughs> uh, and it's hard when you don't know. It's like you don't even know what you don't know. And so it's yeah. hard to, you know, be like, even go back and say, oh, I, oh. Sorry. Um, no, that's totally fine. It's mom. Everyone who's going to be listening to this is a mom or is about to be a mom. So it's a little taste of what real life mom life looks like. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, to go back and be like, to even say that I wish I did it differently because it's like you didn't have any idea, you know, and so it's yeah. hard um, to say that you would have done this differently or that differently because, you know, yeah. hindsight is always twenty twenty. Yeah, so how and that was, was what I knew. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So how was that recovery like for you and that postpartum period when, you know, for your first one after having that C-section? It was really hard. Um, mm. I now looking back, like having had um, vaginal births after, I was essentially, other than fully pushing her out, I was recovering kind of from both because Mm. she had gotten down so far that my husband saw her head. And so my body was like trying to fix that. But also I had this big incision that Mm. I I didn't realize how low my toilet seat was until I got home and tried to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So my mom got one of those things that you, you know, stick on top of the toilet seat so that I only had to go down a little to like go to the bathroom, but, um, you don't realize and that's a super good tip for like, cause even for me, I don't even think about that, but, and that's yeah. so great for moms who, you know, a C-section if that does happen, like that's such a good tip. So off the bat, thanks for sharing that, but please yes. continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was something we learned. Like when we got home, because at the, you know, at the hospital, they're not super low toilets. And I mm. didn't know there were different height toilets, honestly. So yeah. um, that was something we learned. But it was really hard. And when you forget to take your medicine, then mm. you pay for it, kind of. Mm. <laughs> I remember we went to Denny's and I had forgotten my medicine at home. And I was like, it's fine. And I got up from the table and like walked hunched over like out of oh. Denny's because I hurt so bad. Yeah. But, oh man. Yeah. So that one was definitely the hardest of my mm. recoveries for sure. Yeah. If there's something that you could encourage moms who do, if they do end up getting C-sections mm-hmm. to do postpartum, that is like really helpful. What would you, what would you say? Um, I would say definitely get one of those toilet things for sure. <laughs> um, And just take it easy and don't feel like you can't ask for help because Mm. if you're going to try to overdo it, then it's, it's not worth trying to overdo because I felt like I had to do everything and I didn't want to ask for help at all. And I had a lot of help, which was really nice. I just never wanted to ask for it. So I would say definitely if you can ask for help and let people help you for sure. Mm. 
It's not anything to be ashamed of to ask for help. Yeah. And I don't know what it is about moms where (laughs) we just, we want to be able to do everything and asking for help is so hard. And so I think that's such a valuable lesson to learn early on is that asking for help is not weakness. Like there's so much strength in asking for help and being vulnerable and being like, Hey, I can't do this all on my own. And I don't have to, like, this is why we have (laughs) partners and family support or friend support. And so I think that's so valuable for moms to hear, especially who are giving birth for the first time to hear it might be challenging. It's likely going to be challenging. So ask for help and don't be ashamed to accept it. So thank yeah, you. For it takes that. a village. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's so true. I love it. So that was your first birth experience. Why don't you share about your, your ones after that? Okay. So I'll kind of group my next two together because they were pretty similar. Okay. Um, I, with my first, they told me that, um, I was only going to have C-sections from there on out. And Mm. I was really, really sad about that because I wanted to have a lot of kids. And I knew that the more C-sections you have, it kind of limits how many more you can have. Um, and my first baby was eight pounds, 14 ounces. And, um, I, went into labor again on my own with my second daughter and uh, went to the hospital and we were able to deliver um, with a VBAC, um, which was really, really awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did get an epidural um, in that one too, just because again, that's what I knew. And yeah. I just felt like Okay, I need one. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you feel like you did differently in that first VBAC that allowed you to have a vaginal birth instead of a repeat C-section? Um, I feel like I, when I was pregnant with my first daughter, I was so like anything I would read that had anything to do with the C-section, I would like skip over it. Hmm. Like, I just I wouldn't read it. I was like, no, 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 no. I don't. I don't want to have a C-section. I don't want to yeah. have a C-section. And I just Mm. wouldn't even put it in my head, Mm. but was subliminally putting it in my head. Mm. And I think I just relaxed and I realized like, it's not in my hands. I will do everything in my power to Mm. bring this baby into the world vaginally. And if I can't, I'm okay Mm. with that. I wasn't so stressed and like, (gasps) I just relaxed. And my whole pregnancy, I knew that if I had to have a C-section, it was out of my hands. And I just realized it was going to be how, however it happened. And I think relaxing really, Mm. really helped a lot. And I had a different doctor also Mm. (laughs) in that situation. But yeah. Did um, you need to change your care provider because you had told, like they had told you before that once a C-section, always a C-section. So did you have to find a new care provider for that reason? um, She actually stopped doing OB care by the time I got pregnant with my second daughter. Okay. So it was kind of perfect timing um, because the next place they said they gave you, they give you a chart of like why you had a C-section and all this Mm. to kind of weigh your chances of a VBAC. And, um, they told me that my chances of a VBAC were as if it was my first birth. So it was like, I wasn't only for a C-section, which was really, really awesome to hear. Yeah. That's so encouraging. (laughs) 
Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and my second daughter was nine pounds. So she okay. was even bigger than my yeah. C-section. So yeah, that was kind of like, woo-hoo. but yeah, it's like, okay, I can do this. Yeah. Like, and sure. she was bigger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that yeah. made me feel really good. Um, yeah. But the, so I had two V-backs after that. And, um, once you have a C-section when I was pregnant with them, you can't get a midwife, um, mm-hmm. because the laws were, they weren't allowed to have V-backs. And then, um, so both of those, I got, um, an epidural and got, um, all that stuff with them. Mm-hmm. But I also labored mostly on my back. Um, my mm-hmm. third daughter, I got to like an eight before I got an epidural and I was kind of trying to walk around, but once you get the epidural, you have to be in bed. And so, um, I got so close with that one that I was Mm -hmm. like, I was at an eight, but then I got to like, I couldn't, like, I, I I thought in my head I couldn't do it. And so I ended up getting, um, an epidural and she was eight, three, I think, yeah, eight pounds, three ounces. And then my fourth daughter, um, we had been monitoring her. And so we had to, for medical reasons, get um, induction for Mm -hmm. her at 39 weeks. Okay. And I did. Which is kind of an interesting situation for for trying to have a VBAC. Because some providers won't even let you be induced. So what? how were you induced um, with because, your fourth? Yeah, because I've had a C-section, they only let me um, have the balloon dilator um, okay, yeah. in there. And um, the p- Pitocin, is that how you say mm-hmm. it? Yeah, yeah, and the Pitocin. And both of those things I had heard horrible things about. So I was mm. trying everything to induce myself ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> I was walking like crazy with my kids. I was literally running up and down my stairs and doing jumping jacks, like oh taking gosh. a bath and listening to your <laughs> meditation, trying to relax myself into labor. Yeah. None of it works. My body was not ready. <laughs> yeah. I know so. that's the hard thing about inducing, like trying to naturally induce. It's like if your body's not ready, unfortunately, yeah. it's not it going won't. to happen. Yeah. And I had yeah. my membranes swept twice. I even made an extra appointment like, can you guys just squeeze me in? Because we were going in twice a week for NSTs. Yeah. And so I was like, can you guys just squeeze me in like really quick and be like a 20 minute, not even appointment, just one yeah. more time, swipe my, you know, swipe my membranes and it, neither of them helped, <laughs> but it's okay. Baby was just like, no, not yet. I'm not ready. Yeah, she's like, I'm still cooking mom. Sorry. Yeah. Not ready yet. <laughs> yeah. So when we went in for my induction, it was totally different than going in, in labor, like, ah, mm are you yeah. check in versus like, Hey, I'm here for my appointment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very different. And that's one sometimes nice thing about an induction. It's like, yeah. it's more scheduled. You're right. more composed. Like, you know, you have packed all your bags the right way. So yeah. that's one of the upsides of having yes. an induction. <laughs> yeah. We had plenty of time to drop the kids off at grandma and grandpa's and we weren't yeah. like trying to rush and do everything, but mm-hmm. yeah. And so we got in there and they 
took all my vitals and then they um, placed the balloon um, balloon catheter, I think is what it's called. Um, uh, Inside, they just inflated the the inside part, not the outside. Okay. And they told me to relax, (laughs) walk around, do whatever I wanted. And it started contractions, but they weren't super powerful they said it would Mm -hmm. fall out at um when I was at a four ish it would fall out and I was at a three when they put it in and um so I walked around walked around got in the bath and um nothing was really helping so I went to bed (laughs) and Mm -hmm. when I woke up they went to check and it had fallen out like it was just sitting in my vagina, but I was still at a three. So it at some point had come out, but didn't dilate me at all. Oh no. So I woke up like, seriously, I've been in here since like seven o'clock and nothing has happened. Yeah. Oh man. (laughs) So uh, they said they were going to start me on Pitocin and they got me started on that. Um, and then the lady came in to take our order for breakfast and I kind of like readjusted myself and made a weird face. And she goes, are you okay? I said, I think my water broke. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Cause none of my other kids, they all had my water broken at the hospital. Okay. So I was yeah. like, I, maybe I just like, I, I feel like I kind of peed my pants, like my dress. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And I like readjusted, sat up like how I am and yeah. was like, definitely broke my water (laughs) so my nurse came in and um we kept bumping up my pitocin and um I was just breathing through it and they were still manageable um and then I wanted to get back into the bath oh mama it's okay I wanted to get back into the bath and so I tried that Um, Mm -hmm. I kept telling myself as they got really, really intense that they're only a minute and I'm sure some of them Mm -hmm. were a little bit longer, some were a little bit less, but as they came on, I was literally like under my breath. It's only a minute. It's only a minute. It's only a minute. minute." Like you're fine. That was your mantra. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you're good. You're fine. It's fine. You're good. (laughs) And, um, so we, um, they checked me like before we got in the bath. I don't remember what I was at. And then I got into the bath and, um, was fine. The doctor came in and she was like, Hey, do you like, do you feel like you need to push? And like, no, the, the, the contractions are really intense, but I don't like, I don't feel the pressure mm-hmm. to push yet. And yeah. so she said, okay, well, if you, you know, if you get to that point, just let me know mm-hmm. and left the room. And my husband took a couple pictures of me like laboring in the tub yeah. and then I looked at him and I'm like, okay, you need to push the button like now. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. What button? What button do I push? The one on the bed. Just push the button on the bed for the nurse. And he's like, okay. And <laughs> the nurse came in and I stood up and was like, okay, one more contraction because I have to be at the hospital from having a C-section. So I can't deliver in the bathtub. I can labor in there as long mm-hmm. as I want. I just can't actually birth baby in the bathtub. Yeah. But laboring in the tub, I see why people do water births because it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it is I, wonderful. I, yeah, I stood up and looked at her. I was like, okay, one more contraction in the bath. And I sat back down, had one more contraction, and then got up and didn't even get dressed. I just walked in my sports bra and shuffled to the bed. 
and um, they had lowered the um, like the foot part to the bed. Mm -hmm. And so I had my knees on there and then on my like, is this forearm? I was kind of forward on the bed, um, kind of like hands. Kind of like in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, I they checked me and I was at an eight and then I was having contractions really, really intensely. And I got to the point where I was like, I, I need something. I need medicine. I need something. And she said, okay, well, let's have, let's have you one more contraction and then I'll check you. And then we'll see, because it seems like you're moving very fast. And I said, yeah. okay. so <laughs> I was at an eight and then had a couple contractions and then she checked me and she's like, yeah, you're at a 10 and you're completely effaced. You don't have time. <laughs> oh my goodness. So what were your emotions like, when you heard that? Yeah. I was completely in shock. I kept saying, I can't do this. I might've yeah. been screaming and not saying, but it was like, <laughs> I can't do this. Like the, yeah. I need something. I am so overwhelmed. Like I mm. cannot handle it. Mm. And the thing from, I told my husband, I'd been watching like all of your videos. And the one thing that I kept telling myself was my body can't create a pain I can't take. Mm. And I was like, (laughs) just go through the contractions and then just like, my body can't create it. If I can't take it, my body can't create Mm. it. If I can't take it, like Mm. I can do it. I can do it. And I kept saying, I can't do it. I can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) And they finally were like, look, the only way to be done is to have her. Like you, there's no, you don't have time to get any medicine. You, they won't even be in the room before you have her. So yeah, (laughs) like, okay. So (laughs) I tried very, very hard. I also kept looking at my little bracelet I wear that says, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. And I just like kept looking at it like, I can do this. My body is made for it. I've got it. Like, this is what I was made to do. And um, I labored for a really long time um, pushing. Once I realized I could push and I was okay to push because I know you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to. But um, when I was finally able to push, I pushed so hard that apparently I wasn't pushing down and I was pushing up because mm. I felt like my eyes were going to pop out of my head. Yeah. <laughs> so I was literally closing my eyes, covering them, like holding them into my head. It felt like, <laughs> Yeah. Wow. and we found out afterwards I had busted a bunch of blood vessels in my eyes from trying to push. Mm. Um, and I had a big purple, but like busted lip from biting my thumb (laughs) but it I delivered her with no medicine which was an amazing like it still still amazes me that Hmm. I did it and she was nine pounds 0.4 ounces so she was our Hmm. biggest baby (laughs) wow yeah and you did it without medication yeah so it was really 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 awesome and I like I said I'm still like in shock that I didn't have any medicine I had medicine Mm. after but that was to stop my bleeding and all Mm. that and that was the only part because she was so big that I bled Mm. a lot after Mm. um which was stressful but um to be able to do it with no medicine and knowing that I can do it and 
with the Pitocin, which the contractions were super intense Mm. compared to the other births. Like my contractions were a longer time, I feel like, but this time I feel like they were so more powerful. Like this time is so much more intense with the Pitocin. Um, But I only pushed like 40 minutes and Mm. she was there with no medicine and I realized like, yeah, my body can do it with, mm. with no medicine. I've done a C-section. I've done a VBAC. I've done an induction yeah. now and an yeah. unmedicated. And it's amazing what our bodies can do. Are capable like, of, yeah. Yeah. When you just stop and relax as mm. much as you can in the moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and focus. And that bracelet was like kind of my you know, my focus point, like I would just stare mm. at it like, ah, just find something yeah. to focus on and know that you're, like I said, your body can't create a pain that you can't handle. Mm. And that is what really helped me through like having her with no mm. medicine, which is still amazing to me. Yeah, that is amazing. <laughs> If you like looking back at your experience, is there anything that you would have like you would do differently next time or things that you would try to learn so that next time like certain, you know, just would you do anything different next time or learn something else for next time? I think this this fourth one, I think, was pretty much the spot on for. I mean, now I know that I can walk around because this time I walked around a lot around my Mm. room. Um, I knew more of what I could and couldn't do. Like I know that they had birthing balls. I knew that I could get Mm. in the shower or the bath, whichever I preferred, and that I could sit in there as long as I could. Um, So I think those are just the things I would redo would be just stay in there and – I probably would try to not scream as much this time, but you know, (laughs) it is what it is, you know, every woman coaches labor differently. So, you know, some, some are quiet, some are loud. It just, it depends on who you are. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I love it. Well, you know, I think some women hearing like about a strong, you know, the strong contractions that Pitocin can bring on, um, you know, even your pushing experience a little bit of, you know, the pushing so hard that, you know, you had some broken blood vessels that might be a little bit, um, like just like, Oh, I didn't know that could happen. Or like, Oh, that makes me nervous. But was like, were those things like nerve wracking to you or were they like, just like something that happened and you still feel empowered, like for those moms who hear that and are nervous if they're facing an induction or nervous to push out their baby, what, what would you say to them? Um, I would say if you're facing an induction, don't listen to all the scary things that you hear Mm. because it just gets in your head and everybody's experience is totally different. So um, like I heard that the balloon was completely, so uncomfortable and so Mm. and it wasn't that uncomfortable it wasn't I mean you could tell it was there but I would just say don't don't pay attention to the scary things it's it was not nearly as scary as I thought it was going to be the induction um I feel like 
even more powerful that I was able to go through an induction and do it, you know, without any medicine. And yeah. when you, when you're pushing, I would just say, once they told me like, Hey, you're pushing up, just make sure you're focusing where you're pushing. Yeah. Um, and the one thing that one of our nurses did that was phenomenal. And I wish I could give her like 17 gold stars. Um, was she took a sheet and she tied a knot in one corner of it and she handed me it. So I had like, my hands were here and the knot was up here. And when I would push, she would pull as hard as she could on the other end of the sheet. So Mm. when I was pushing, it focused and kind of like held me in there. Um, and that's how we got the majority of the pushing um, once I had to get off my hands and knees and kind of yeah. resituate. Um, but I would just say, um, know, know your options too. Um, don't, don't think that you don't have options. Um, you're not bugging the birth center by calling and asking what they have in their options or, or calling your doctor and asking them because I was scared of that. I felt like I was annoying to call in and ask yeah. what, what I had um, to use, but mm. just you can do it. And once you realize, you know, that you just have to push down. Yeah. Once I figured that out, it was like, Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. You know, just and which listen. Is, like to interesting dinner. because you pushed with an epidural for your mm-hmm. other births. And so it's like, you couldn't know any different, you know, even though right. you had done it before. And so it is different to push without an epidural because you do mm-hmm. have those sensations. And so like learning how your body is doing it and focusing on those sensations, it was almost like you were pushing for the first time. Right. Because you yeah, were doing I, it. Yeah, I was just trying to focus, like, as I pushed, I kind of just pictured, like, a ball, I guess, and Mm. pushing, like, trying to push that ball all the way from me going Mm. to, you know, pushing it out and down and Mm. out of, like, my birth canal because that was helping to push that sensation down instead of, like, and you're pushing up, kind of. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I would say just imagining, like, how you're – body is pushing as you're pushing Mm. really helps because all my other births I was on my back with my feet up in the stirrups Mm. and it was way more uncomfortable that way Mm. than being able to to walk around and let gravity work and move my body but at the same time I wasn't kind of forced into that position for pushing so I Mm. just had to really focus how I was pushing and making those pushes count instead of Mm. just trying to push to push, but try to push to get baby out and focus where that push was going. So, Mm. yeah, I think that's going to be, I think that's super helpful and useful information for moms who are going into it maybe for the first time and not knowing exactly how to do that. And that's how you know, I always explain to moms too, similar to how you say it, like imagine your air is a bubble and you're trying to send it all right. the way down like to your baby and then out that birth canal. Um, yes. And I think that visual is so helpful because uh, and a lot of times women do push and their face gets all like wrinkled and red and that yes. shows that they're, you know, 
they're pushing up and not pushing down, yeah. which is such a weird thing to be like, oh, I didn't even know I had to like think about that. I didn't you know. know. I didn't know there were different ways to push up or down. I yeah. thought you pushed and you pushed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I think that's just super helpful um, to hear that. And I know moms are going to be encouraged by that. Um, did you feel like you prepared differently for this birth than you did for your other ones? Yes. Um, I feel like I tried everything. Um, I looked up a lot of stuff for, um, trying to open my hips and get baby more engaged and more like not how to induce myself. Well, I did look how to induce myself. That was later. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but throughout my whole pregnancy, I just tried to do things like be walking, be moving to just keep my hips open instead of, Mm -hmm. My other pregnancies, I just kind of waited until it was go time and was like trying to do what I could. But I feel like this time I really focused on just doing everything I could to make sure that baby could get down into the birth canal easily and uh, making sure I was stretching and um, Mm. staying really active and making sure that my, I mean, it's hard to not be active when you have three kids that you're chasing around, but, um, just trying to move. And, um, I watched a lot of, um, like how to focus your pain and how to, Mm. um, cope with your pain because the other births, I wanted to do it without medicine, Mm. but I didn't prepare myself at all. Mm. I just felt like I can go in there and without looking anything up, I can just do it. And, This time I really looked up, um, like watching a lot of your stuff to figure out how to like focus my mind when I was Mm -hmm. having those contractions. Um, just, I would say put as many tools in your bag, so -hmm. to speak as you can. Um, and just look up a lot of coping and a lot. I looked up a lot of different ways to move throughout labor, Mm -hmm. um, because, I was really, really adamant this time that I didn't want to labor and birth just like on my back in yeah. the hospital bed like I had because clearly that wasn't working for me. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, I just looked up a lot of ways to move and be active and how to deal with the pain and labor too. Yeah, so. that's awesome. What was one thing that like stuck out to you about your labor that you feel like really helped you cope and find relaxation, keep your focus, um, and stay calm throughout your experience? Um, I think, like I said, the whole, my body can't create a pain Mm -hmm. that I can't handle really helped Mm -hmm. me in those moments where I felt like I couldn't handle the pain. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was feeling really overwhelmed and, um, that really just helped me stay calm and know that like my body, I also told myself, you know, my body is, is meant for this. My body Mm. can do this. My body's like your thing. My body is meant to grow and birth and nurture my baby Mm. and I can do this. And, Mm. um, just moving around a lot and my husband helping me a lot with, um, like back massages and, um, any kind of, 
helping with my pain. Um, him, him being there and being supportive was really awesome. I remember like, I can't do this. And him just like holding my head and, you know, you can do it. You can do it. Just having reassuring people, um, in, in the room. I mean, he's even said now, like, I think, I think your body does, does the best, like, without medicine because wow. you did awesome. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, hmm. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. So, that's so encouraging. Yeah. I think making sure that you have um, encouraging people around you um, really makes a big difference. Um, and just know, like reminding yourself that you can do it even when mm. you feel like you can't do it, you mm. can. Um, yeah. And I felt like I had so much built up that like there's so much to where I couldn't do and I didn't do it three times. Like Hmm. I felt really, you know, like if I got to that point, clearly I was going to ask for medicine and it's really empowering to know that I didn't need it and Hmm. that my body can do it without. Um, So yeah, I would just say make sure you have people that are encouraging and Hmm. just remind yourself that your body was meant to do it and your body can, can do it even if you feel like you can't. Yeah. I love it. That's great. And it's, I think encouraging too, to hear and like from one woman, so many different experiences, you know, and do you feel like you can look back on all of your births and appreciate them for what they were, even if they weren't necessarily, like what you expected them to be? Yes. I think um, each birth is so unique and that's why I try to any instance that I can, you know, if I have someone that I know that's expecting to just kind of share um, my story just because I have been through a lot of different things. um, But I feel like they're all so beautiful and they're all Mm. I mean, they were, they went how they were supposed to go kind of, Mm. um, like I was saying, it's not, it wasn't in my hand per se to have the C-section, but I brought my baby into the world the way that (laughs) I had to in those instances. Um, Mm. and each birth kind of got me a little bit closer to being able to do it without, um, medicine. So I feel like that's, really awesome to know from all of those. Um, but I think each birth, no matter how it goes, even if it goes how you don't think it's going to, that Mm. it's still a beautiful story and it's still your story. Mm. So I think that I definitely appreciate all of my births, no matter if they didn't go exactly how I had in my mind, but, um, they're all beautiful stories, I think. So yeah, they definitely are. And thank you for sharing all of them with yeah. us. Um, last thing, if there is one thing that you can share with moms <laughs> that you think they need to hear, and it can be about anything, birth or postpartum or dealing with pregnancy or relationship stuff, one thing that mamas need to hear, what would you want to tell them? Um, that you are a warrior and that mm-hmm. you can do it. Um, all of it. You can do pregnancy, you can do birth, and you can do momhood. And um, I think a lot of us get um, beat down by ourselves mostly. I think we are our worst critics. And 
Um, I think that we're all warriors. We've all created and birthed and we're raising um, whichever stage you're in. We've, mm-hmm. we've all gotten through those and that we can do it. And yeah. it takes a village also. But <laughs> sometimes I know there's moms that they are their own village and mm. I hats off to them as well. And I think, like I said, we're all, you're a warrior and you can do it and just keep your head up. Even mm. when you feel like you're not doing the best, if you feel like mm. you're not doing the best, that means you care enough to yeah. pay attention to how much you're doing. So you mm. are doing good. Wow. That's so special and powerful. And I totally mm. agree 100%. Mamas are warriors. They're amazing. And you are too. So thank you again for sharing your stories with us yes. and your experiences and your encouragement. So Best of luck with you and your four kiddos. That's so exciting. I love it. Our little princess pack over here. (laughs) Are they all girls? Yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. I love it. Yes. A girl squad. We have Keely, Callie, Kylie, and Kaylee. (laughs) I love it. My daughter's name is Callie. Oh, perfect. (laughs) So sweet. Oh, well, you have your hands full. So thank you again for taking some time out of your busy day, I'm sure. And hopefully you get a few minutes after this phone call to, (laughs) I don't know, have some alone time. (laughs) Yes. Luckily, dad's watching the bigger girls and my second youngest, she is napping. So good. Well, yes. I'll let you go. Hopefully you can have a little bit of downtime before little one wakes up. So thank you again, Victoria, so much for sharing this, your story with us and have a great rest of the day. Thank you. And thank you for all your videos because they really helped. Mm. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Congratulations again on your newest little one. And hopefully we'll be hearing more from each other. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Well, Mama, I hope you believe that you are a warrior built to grow, birth, and nourish your baby after listening to Victoria's stories. No matter what birth experience you may have, each one brings your baby into the world and can be a truly empowering and growing experience that propels you into motherhood. If you're looking for encouragement and a guide through your pregnancy and labor, check out the affirmation meditations for free on YouTube, which is linked in the show notes, or go to my website, builttobirth.com, which is also linked to purchase and download the affirmation meditations to listen to whenever and wherever you are. Mama, you are a warrior. Thanks for being with me in this one, and I will see you in the next one.